Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we are on. Game on. 22 on the clock. Double Deuce. Yeah! Woo! Now, right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas Eve, everybody, if you celebrate that. Happy non-denominational Eve, everybody, if you mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. Um, we're very excited. We, we, we accept all people and want all people to be, feel comfortable. This is a safe space for everyone but Nelson. It's not it's safe true. for Nelson. It's, it's, sometimes it's quite dire. It's full of danger. And you every know, speaking, time. Speaking of holiday traditions. Yeah. I just want to, you know, I want to throw this out there to the people who maybe don't know about it. Looking at, at uh, Emily and Gauss's post. Matt Gauss, past guest. They celebrate Yule Brenner on Yule. Let's talk a little bit about where, what, what's that all about. It's the breakfast for dinner on Yule Day, and it's Yule Brenner. Ah, very nice, mm-hmm. very nice. And they had a picture of them yeah. at like IHOP or somewhere. Yeah, eating having, some pancakes and some waffles and some eggs and some having, stuff. You know, I'm surprised. It's a good that tradition, I said. An enterprising like local diner, like Lady Bird or Wake the Dead, has mm-hmm. not. You capitalized on that. They really ought to. Yeah, there you go. But that's your marketing corner of places that serve breakfast foods. Also, why not sponsors to promote also, your next Yule you, Brenner? You can, get, you can get ideas like that if you sponsor us. Absolutely. Or if you don't, because we, are, we just already gave it away. But. Hey, I feel like I don't want to start out rocketing from strength to strength, mm-hmm. but I'm going to because you know there's some exciting news for us on the horizon. What's that? We are going to be... Part of LawrenceHits.com, I believe. Oh, really? That's right. I've been talking to Station Master Jay Walks. Yeah. And Jay says uh, that, that we're going to put us on LawrenceHits.com so people can listen to episodes, episodes of Double Deuce at all times of the day. Nice. And Lawrence on the internet. Nice. Yeah. That's we, cool. He likes our local flavor. We do have some of that. Yeah, so we're kind of, so, you know, we, we keep it local. We, we definitely do. Uh, and then... I mean, not 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 all the time, but we definitely like to hit a local thing. We like to talk some local stuff, and and mm-hmm. it's going to be available. You to know who loves that? British people. Yes, British one one it's British true. one British guy. Maybe more. We don't know. Yeah, he's not uh, the only one. I think listening over there. I think he's the only one listening. Uh, I don't know if the math bears that out. I don't. I don't but know. I also don't know that I haven't looked in a while, so right. he might be the only one still listening. There you go. There you go. We can't control who listens to us. We can only control. What our mouths say. You know, we're also on uh, on Spotify now. I think I, I needed to. Do- I never got around to double checking that that went through. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. So if you're listening to Spotify, welcome. Yeah. Uh, happy holidays. Happy Yule Brenner that you missed. But next year, why not go out and get some Brenner? It's breakfast mm-hmm. for dinner. I mean, do it all the time. That's just good in general. But no, you know, there's... do it to celebrate. You know, the the, the season. On, on Yule. I, I know we're a Lawrence-based podcast, but I'm going to jump in there, speaking of, of Brenner, um, with a uh, a breakfast recommendation in Topeka, mm-hmm. the Hanover Pancake House, mm-hmm. serving pancakes and not in Hanover mm-hmm. since 1969. Uh, it's, it's there. It's, it, it's in Topeka. It's on uh, Kansas Avenue, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, downtown, like 11th in Kansas, somewhere, somewhere in there. Uh, you know, the the maps may not bear me out on that, but it's around there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just go to Topeka and, and, and use your 
use your map. You've got a smartphone. Just roll your window down and start yelling. Hand over, Pancake House! Mm-hmm. Where are you? And see if it, like, raises his hand is like, I'm over here, buddy. That's what happens in mm-hmm. Topeka. It's a magical place, and all the buildings talk. <laughs> oh, if only. I know. <laughs> it, is, it, it is the opposite of a magical place. They have what is called, you say that, but wait until you hear what I'm saying right now. They have what is called the, the Pancake Wrap. And what it is is it's mm-hmm. an entire breakfast. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought wrapped. it. Was, I thought it, it was like they had they come out and wrap when they give you your pancakes. That would be hilarious. So once yeah, again, proving yeah. not a magical place. Well, you know, maybe if you ask them. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Stacy, and I'm your waitress. Here's your pancakes. I hate your faces. <laughs> I don't like it was my job, but I do like tips. So. Give me money, and I'll give you shrimps. I, I said, why well, I don't have a job in the Hanover house. That's true. But tips and shrimps, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good slant rhyme. Yeah. Anyway, so Not it's a, an entire breakfast in... I'm drinking wine today, by the way. I'm going to see yes. how that affects things. I think we probably won't know until... I think the, sec- the, the second episode, the, yeah, the New Year's Eve episode, will we'll bear out how, how the wine drinking... I doubt it's going to turn into another Gin Sunday, though. I don't think so. That's that episode. If you want to hear the drunkest episode of Double Deuce ever, let's look for a little something called Gin Sunday. I think it's it, it's like a one percenter hobo pie thief, I think is what it's called, is the yeah. Gin Sunday episode. Yeah. It, it I was, remember right? It was a hot mess. It yeah. Was a hot mess. We were. Whoa. Anyway, so the yes, pancake, pancake wrap. So, so I ordered the, the Washington Square. The Washington. Uh, mm-hmm. And what it was was basically like the entire contents of like a Denver omelet, mm-hmm. ham and cheese and green onions and like I think some green peppers. Mm-hmm. But then with also hash browns and mm-hmm. egg in there. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's all wrapped in this huge freaking pancake and cut in half. And it, it looks like, it looks like the, the, the finger food of giants. Interesting. It is, I like what you're selling here. It is, it is as stodgy and horrifying and, and wonderful as you would imagine something like that would be. Hmm. Uh, because it's a real weird thing that happens there because it's like the pancake is on top, right? So if you put syrup on it, which is the natural inclination of the pancake, mm-hmm. but then you miss the ketchuping of the, of the savory center. So mm-hmm. you really have to do some thinking on these things. And you, I, ca- you catch up an omelet? I catch up in Interesting. Catch up in Tabasco. A little bit of I'll Tabasco of sometimes. A little bit of heat, a little bit of ketchup. I'll do a lot of ketchup on Well, uh, you know, maybe Some you jam. weren't raised by a man whose middle name was ketchup, whose who, entire <laughs> life was financed by the ketchup industry, mm-hmm. and who lived and breathed ketchup, and who promoted he can ketchup, breathe ketchup on everything. He can he breathe Is ketchup. like sem- semi aquatic, but just with ketchup? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they could. They, would that be like ketchup? No, I'm not going there. I, it was bad. Just, yeah, it that was rough. Badly, yeah. Was rough. No, but he he could he could actually. Yeah, he, my father could breathe ketchup. That's a little known fact about oh, him. Oh man, that's yeah, gonna be rough. Talks like a duck, breathes ketchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really, really can't stand uh, left-handed people. Aren't you left-handed? Yep. Interesting. I know. Now you know where a lot of my childhood trauma comes from. But anyway, he taught me to eat ketchup, if not to breathe it. And, yeah. Uh, so I do put ketchup on my on my omelets. 
uh, which creates this mess when you're trying to figure out what to do with your with your wrap, which I was only t- able to eat half of mm-hmm. because it was so super big. If you're looking for something somewhere to take some, some people for the holidays yeah. and you need to not talk to them for 35 minutes while you drive there, fill them up so everybody's really full and then takes naps and not talk to them on the way home, mm-hmm. might I recommend the Hanover yeah, House. If you want a, a long round trip eating, awkward yes. eating times. Yes. And some other stuff. They should, they should put that on like their matchbooks. Long distance round trip, awkward eating times. But, yeah. Hanover, Hanover Pancake place if you want to sponsor us Hanover yeah. Pancake House uh we you can get your, more tips like that for marketing got your, you are on marketing fire today I, I mean what's the deal do you think what's what's contributing to your marketing genius because I don't know you're sitting here it's like it's been like, on a lot of hydrocodone lately and maybe that's it maybe I, that's the secret I feel like I feel like narcotics change this to my podcast with Steve Jobs mm-hmm. the way you're killing it today I am killing yeah. it yeah also, for those of you in the in the podcasting world, um, he has a a, a hand brace. Yeah, today. fucked up my hand. Yeah, which, which is making notes harder to do. I'm doing my best. He's trying. These notes may be more cryptic than usual, <laughs> <laughs> and it won't be because of the wine. Because that's me yep. drinking the wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nelson's the one on the hydrocodone. So, just in case you had any questions, you need to keep us what? tell us apart. So what are you hoping to get for Christmas, man? It's, it's uh, I mean, it's holiday season. <coughs> I think we can safely say that mm-hmm. Christmas is coming up. Although you know, we, we don't, we don't, you know, obviously we're backing away from the whole Merry Christmas to everybody because, yeah. uh, you know, it seems a little mm-hmm. exclusionary to those. It who does. Celebrate. I would say I do feel like Christmas is weird because I feel like it is somewhat an American holiday as much as it's like a religious holiday. So I would I would guess that a lot of people who do Christmas don't do church. Yeah. Not even necessarily on Christmas. And I know kind of the way it's evolved here, I think, has been somewhat weirdly secularized on top of the religious part. What? Yeah. You mean you mean capitalism has gotten its steely tendrils around mm-hmm. the founding religious heart of the festive season? Yeah, I think that's part of it. Nah, I refuse to believe that. Mm-hmm. I, think I think, too, I can remember. I was watching something about, like, the history of Christmas America a few years back. There's something interesting. I think kind of about, you know, when we started to get uh, more modernized, that it was an idea that, like, hey, maybe this we could be nice to do something nice for kids one day a year, like give them presents and have a good time. It's like we now don't need them to do hard labor from the time they're five as much anymore. <laughs> so wait, you're saying Christmas was actually basically designed by people who wanted to make children work harder? No, a little less hard. It's kind of like, hey, you know, what? we can give them, uh, we can give these kids a break now. It's like the 1900s, right? Like some so, of them are so still like, working in factories. Let's but let children be children again. Kind a little of bit. Well, no, for the first time. <laughs> Historically, generally, they had to. I mean, they didn't have the full responsibilities or the fully developed musculature to do a lot of the harder labor. Still, but they still did a lot of it for a long time. This is a very Marxian slant on. I don't know if it's the hydrocodone talk. Could be. This is a very Marxian slant on the season. Um, I mean, you you know, just the fact. I mean, I feel like you know, there's a. I know it's like a Jesus' birthday thing. If you pay attention to at least half the Christmas carols, it's in there. But I feel like he's still like if you look down like the uh, the iconography and like the. The things that go on during most people's Christmas celebrations. I'd say Jesus is maybe halfway down the list. 
Well, you know, nothing makes me feel like the spirit of Jesus more than the Coca-Cola polar bears. It's true. When I see that commercial, I'm like, true. oh man, the Lord uh, that one died where, for our sins. The one where they nail that polar bear up on a cross. Yeah, that's and he, right. And he dies, and then, right. and then they put him in the ice cave for three uh-huh, days, uh-huh. and he comes back and he gives everyone Cokes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, little polar and then he bear ascends to heaven on a, on a... Giant, like it's like it's like a barber pole, but it's also a peppermint stick, yeah. and it goes straight up to heaven. And he just kind of like holds on, and it's like whoop, and he just goes right up and into heaven, yeah, into the stars, mm-hmm. and then there's and the then it's big Coke logo. Right, and there's there. a, a giant glowing hand that's holding out a Coke to to the entire world. Yeah, and that it, it's implied it's probably the hand of God, but they don't they don't come right out and say it. I feel like that you don't see that commercial as much anymore. Yeah. Maybe it's because it doesn't play as well in there. I don't watch as many commercials either these days. It's probably yeah. still out there. I'm sure it it's is. It's probably on like the what, like the Hallmark Channel during all the Christmas movies and stuff. I bet. Yeah, I bet you know, you it's it. actually a pretty good plot for a full length regular movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering Netflix will Pol- now Polar Bear Jesus make anything sponsored yeah, by Coca Cola. Polar Bear Jesus sponsored Coca-Cola by Coca Cola presents Coca Cola Polar Bear Jesus. Yeah, featuring yeah. Coca Cola. The yeah, exactly, exactly. And Tom Hanks is Potch's pilot. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Is that is it? You know, is it one of those animal movies where it's a bunch of different animals, or are they all polar bears? Oh, it's got to be all polar bears. Okay. I mean, it's okay. just it's a polar bear story. Uh huh. You know, and Tom Hanks. True. I'm I'm just saying, like there are there might be penguins. Wouldn't there also maybe be some penguins involved? Well, you know, I I think I think. Uh, the, the probably they because I think would, haven't they used penguins too a little bit in those polar bear things or am I you know, am I imagining things? I think maybe I think they were maybe using them off screen. Yeah, as, know, as, for, labor, as labor, as grips, and and, you uh, know, and sometimes stress relief. Uh-huh. You know, and I don't want to go too far further into that. You know what that means? Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. Penguins deserve their. You know what today. that means? Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Enjoy the penguin. Mm-hmm. Uh. So this this Christmas season we celebrated today, my son and I, mm-hmm. um, by him having a complete collapse uh, in in Delaney and Lowe's, the local kitchen accoutrement store that my wife very much loves. Yeah, um, we're gonna have like uh, crazy toddler coin years. What this is, uh, he goes insane and starts screaming like because he was mad because. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't treat him like a big boy and let him just run around the store pulling things off the shelf and throwing them random places. Yeah, like big boys do. Yeah, like big boys do. Instead, I wanted to hold his hand. And so he started throwing himself on the floor, screaming, I'm a big boy, I'm a big boy. And, like and big boys do. Like big boys do. Uh-huh. And rolling around and, and like going completely limp like big mm-hmm. boys do. Yep. Uh, so finally I had to drag him out. You know, everybody's giving you that sort of, those snidely, like, half solidarity that mm-hmm. I've been there. The other half is, like, better you than me, motherfucker yep. looks. Uh, and I and I take him out of there, and I'm so It's mad. a mix of, of pity and uh, and slight, like, ha-ha. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's like, like, uh-huh. like, 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 I imagine, like, like people looked at gladiators, mm-hmm. you know. Or, it, or relief it, to it, not be yeah, in that like, situation, because either it's not happening to them today, or they, did, they didn't have kids, and they're like, whew. Yeah, yeah. There, but for the grace of God, uh-huh. go I. Oh, you, it's it's your it's your night in the barrel. Is uh-huh. what they're 
is what they're saying. You know, we're, we're glad it's your night in the barrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's my night in the barrel, and I'm taking the screaming boy back to the car, and I'm upset about all this. So finally, I'm like, you know what? You're shopping done, probably not. No, yeah. no, I still got to do. It's cool. And you know, you, we, we tell the people we love a lot of things mm-hmm. to, to make sure that life runs smoothly. And this is, by the time this comes out, I will have rectified this problem. So I think I can safely say, mm-hmm. also, so you, got she, tw- you got 24 she, hours. She doesn't live, she doesn't listen to the podcast mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. That, that I, I have done almost no shopping for my wife. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I had like a lot of high hopes. That's things fair. I knew that she would probably like. Just and for then, context, it is 325 on December 23rd. All right. Well, I'll, I'll let you know in uh, three weeks how, how that went. Uh, two we weeks. Record, two weeks when we record our next podcast uh, live. But anyway, so don't tell her, but I haven't mm-hmm. done any. So anyone listening to this who sees Jacqueline, don't tell her that <laughs> Will hasn't gotten her gifts yet. Because by the, the time past. you tell her, I probably will have gotten them. Uh-huh. And then who's the Pro- idiot? Probably. Who's the idiot? <laughs> probably. So anyway, he's screaming in the lady. I'm uh-huh. picking him up and dragging him out. He's crying on the street. And, and you when, when you carry them. You have to carry them in such a way that that they don't they don't fall over, which mm-hmm. entails having their their heads near your head, mm-hmm. and particularly their mouth. Having their scream your, holes next to your, your, your ear the holes. Scream holes are right next to the ear holes, so I'm getting deafened. I'm sure there are tones I can't hear anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get in the car. I'm like, you know what? If you're gonna be angry like this, we're gonna listen to some angry music. So I crank up "Killing in the Name of" uh-huh. by Rage Against the Machine, and we're mm-hmm. rocking out. I forgot. Uh, for the first half about fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Uh-huh. But I'm like, you know what? We're going for it. We committed to this uh-huh. course of action. So, like, maybe, you're trying to see, like, maybe, maybe if we we channel his rage into this rage, it'll it'll equalize. And I, it'll... I thought one of two things would happen. It would either anger him further, mm-hmm. or it would it would be it would have that yeah you, the yeah either yeah, yeah either it's an equalizing factor or it's a punishment. And it, and at that point. With with my personal journey, where mm-hmm. I was, I was being a bit selfish, <laughs> or no, or just today, just today. You, you were yeah. thinking back to like no, when I, was no two. I wasn't going back to my to those mm-hmm. early days. Uh, I, I feel like you know he has sure. to, which was technically pre rage against the machine. It was, it was, and I don't think my parents were ever into angry music. Like the angriest mm-hmm. they got was maybe some late Beatles stuff, mm-hmm. and, and that's so not, Peter Paul and Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the real angry people, the dark Peter mm-hmm. Paul and Mary. A lot of people don't know. Original, the, the, they originally wrote the first version of "Fuck the Police," but it was a little different, and it used the word "fuck" a lot more. Yeah, yeah. But were, it, but they didn't have the race element in there. So NWA. If you look real closely on like the credits to "Fuck the Police," they do mention Peter Paul and Mary in there. As influences, but mm-hmm. certainly I, I think the, the, the you know the masterwork was the mm-hmm. the NWA version. Is, yeah, uh, clearly. Well, and, and the fact that they, they never actually said "fuck the police" in the in the Peter Paul and Mary. Oh, version. they did. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. Oh, I like listened to the more. radio version. It's true. I just listened. To I'm it. surprised they were able to make a radio version. Well, it was just. It sounds very pro police. Yes, in the radio version. <laughs> it does. It love the police. Uh-huh. They, it's like uh-huh. love the police. It, or just the police. The, the, the police. police. <laughs> it's like a bunch of <laughs> weird gaps in it. <laughs> yes. That's how that went. Um, so like the police going out for, in the, down the street and I'm bleeding now. The police. <laughs> so all this is happening. The song gets done. Fuck you. I'm going to do what you tell me. And I'm, I'm singing along with that because I figure, you know, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna learn bad words at some point, and it's invariably going to be me who teaches it to him, and I can either do it 
with this weird shame that will encompass his swearing experience for the rest of his life, or with sort of an acceptance that these are words. Use them wisely. Know when to use them. Don't use them when they're not supposed to be used, but they can be part of your repertoire. Anyway, that's an esoteric argument we can go for with another time, and I'm sure some people will tell me I'm a bad parent, so hashtag double deuce bad parent if you want to give me a little compliment there. Uh, gets done with the song, and he's like... That was pretty good, Daddy. That was a pretty good song. He liked it. He liked it. So it did equalize. And I'm thinking, I... It did equalize, but Mm -hmm. is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? I mean, am I just... Am I just... Am I just building a tiny me out of the dented pieces of my my own armor that I put on to survive my childhood? I mean, you can maybe... You can maybe question... Like is if is if it's wholly appropriate for his age range, that that song. But I feel like it's not entirely different. I mean, there was like Mister Rogers would talk about like the when you're angry, like the doing some yelling or some some screaming, like to get the get the anger out, let it kind of yeah. like get out of you, and so you can like let it go. And so maybe that's kind of on some level what you're doing by like getting him into the angry music there when he was being angry, and then it kind of it helped him be like, all right. Well, Moments past. I now. was thinking a lot about Mister Rogers. That Mister Rogers song, "Fuck Those People." Yeah, and and how you know mm-hmm. it's like it was like it's all right to cry. Mm-hmm. Fuck those people. Yeah. Fuck those people. It's mm-hmm. all right to cry. They don't. They don't know what I've seen. They don't know, they don't know, what know where I've, I've been. been. Fuck those people. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, that, yeah. And he was he was Fred Rogers, so if yeah. he's, if he's cool with that. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. And and I think that, you know it was kind of a Christmas miracle because. Yeah. My angry son uh, realized that there's someone out there as angry as him. Mm-hmm. He will now go try to find them together. They'll bring me down, mm-hmm. which is the way that it's supposed to be. It's true. Natural order is restored. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the polar bear behind us ascends into heaven yeah. on a coke-fueled hand with, the, the, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. As, as Jesus. Where would the cocaine come from? Where? Oh, sorry. I, coke. I, the drink coke. I forgot. I forgot what we were doing earlier. I'm uh, on a lot higher codeine. Well, that's been our time. <laughs> what a way to go out. Yep. All right. We love you, polar bear, coke fueled, Fred Rogers, Jesus. Happy holidays. Double deuce. Took a turn at the end, didn't it? The police. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening to Double Deuce. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at at doubledeucepod. Or look us up on Facebook at doubledeucepodcast. It's all pretty simple, right? Yeah, not sure how you listen to us, but you can find us all over the place. iTunes and the Libsons and the Stitchers and, and the Google. I think it's Google Play. I don't know. There's other things, too. I found out there's all kinds of places. We're everywhere, man. Yeah. And hey, we really appreciate any feedback, and it does really, really help if you could review and rate it yeah. on iTunes in particular. Subscribe. Subscribe and let people know about it. Mm-hmm. Your word of mouth is, tell, is worth a thousand. Tell your friends. thousand mouths. Tell your mom. That are paid for. Your mom likes podcasts. Yeah, tell her. Yeah, everybody likes your mom, too. I love your mom. We both do. Double deuce. <laughs> We're doing so well. <laughs>